comes to brand culture, first and foremost, uh, it's something that sets you apart from the other brands, whether it's in your industry or not. And then I'd also say that when it comes to brand culture, whatever your end goal is, whether that is accomplishing sales, connecting people, that end goal needs to somehow be aligned with your brand itself. Going back to Under Armour, though, it, it, it was a, a long process, um, and it not only was the the uniform, but it was a collection that uh, went with the uh, uniform. Yeah, t-shirts, hoodies, polos, uh, pants. This uh, is huge you know. now. We're seeing um, Under Armour. We're talking about them, but we're seeing this with not just your university, but multiple universities, where the big theme now is all these different u- uniforms, football team uniforms. It used to be the football team had one uniform. They had their home and aways. Now you're seeing six different helmets worn. You're seeing uh, different color patterns, patterns and skews, and using um, the the colors in different ways. So making the one of the, the the minor colors, the bold color on that particular uniform. Seeing so much of that, and that's an interesting point that you make because it creates another line of uh, branded apparel and promotional products that you can sell in that color scheme in that model. Absolutely, pretty cool. Yeah, incremental sales. Incremental sales <laughs> is that what it, what you're what you're calling it? Have you coined that phrase? I've not coined it. Uh, I'm, I'm sure it's uh, well known across the industry. Incremental sales. Incremental sales. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 it's not your traditional red and white. Uh, yeah, mostly red and white, yeah. uh, and and maybe even uh, black. You know, I thought. Well, that's what I saw. That. I saw the black jersey with the red. Oh. Uh, with the red, with the red, red, stripes? red and white highlights, I thought I saw that. At least I thought I, I thought you were gonna talk about uh, next year's uh, surprise. Uh, oh, uniform. did I know? Did I did I know something that I don't know? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> nobody knows. I, mean, I often know things that I don't know. Yeah, you know, Th- those are secrets that we can't uh, we can't uh, <laughs> share with the general public. Yeah, well. <laughs> We don't have that big of a listening uh, yeah. list following here, the, so not many people are here. You need the men in black, like, erase your memory. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so speaking of bell Look rings, here. speaking of bell rings, you have entered now the portion of the show we call the hot arm with JMO. Uh-oh. I'm going to start with Abby first. Um, this right. There's some rules to this, much like your gong appearance when you hit the gong here. That went so well. It did go well. I have that on video as well. I'm making you a montage. Uh, Rule number one is these are rapid fire questions. So I'm going to ask them very, very fast. However, I believe that time is a human construct and it doesn't really exist. So I'm just putting you under pressure that isn't really there. Great. Okay. (laughs) Second, second, you better get your answers right. But there are no right answers. But I will hit correct and ring the bell at the end of every one of them. Just makes for entertainment. I'm a strange human being, and I, I'm authentically strange. So you're knocking us down. Just John's on brand. Yes, I go super fast. Okay. Don't care what you say. Hit correct. Either way, it's going to be right. It's going to be right. It came from you. Just go with feeling. Can Can we share this uh, podcast with my wife afterwards? Well, it depends on what your answers are. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, boy. Question number six is going to not so much. Yeah. Stephanie might not like that one. Remember that one time in high school? <laughs> All right. Are you ready? 
Sure. You've entered the hot on with JMO, and away we go. What makes the ultimate brand culture, Abby? Oh, you're right. These are hard questions. What makes the ultimate brand culture? Mm-hmm. I would say, oh man, Does, can you take this one? <laughs> we cannot pass. Third rule, you cannot pass. Okay, that was not, first of all, that was not stated at the, the beginning with all the other rules. There are no rules. I make them up as we go. <laughs> <laughs> I think when it comes to brand culture, first and foremost, uh, it, it's something that, sets you apart from the other brands, whether it's in your industry or not. And then I'd also say that when it comes to brand culture, whatever your end goal is, whether that is accomplishing sales, connecting people, that end goal needs to somehow be aligned with your brand itself. That is correct. (laughs) That was hard. All right, Richard, what about operating in marketing and branding will look totally different in the next three to five years. Oh, I know exactly what you're going to say. We have a mind reader here. I think. Do, 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 do. Please, oh, please help me. What am I going to say? Which Abby? button is it? I can't remember. Nope, it's not that one. <laughs> nope, it's not that one. <laughs> Forget you buttons. I think you're going to say AI. <laughs> I, I, I do love AI. Yeah. Well, wait till you meet, meet Chris Tossi, our co-CEO. He's addicted to AI now. He's falling in love with it. I, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to share a little bit about uh, Abby uh, in oh. my AI oh boy. Uh, story. Um, you know, when it came time to post uh, for her uh, job, I had to come up with a job description. And every time we have turnover, we update the job description, mm-hmm. right? You want somebody that uh, uh, has a different uh, set of uh, quali- uh, qualifications. Uh, it's a culture ad, a new culture ad, a not new, a fit and ad. Yeah, it, it's, it's a new ad, right? Uh, regardless of how, you know, the, the previous uh, position was. And so, um, you know, I went uh, and I was like just pouring over all these different uh, job descriptions. I was pouring over all these uh, different, uh, what do I want it to say? What do I want it to say? And finally, I was like, hey, chat GPT, Mm -hmm. what you got for me? (laughs) Chat GPT, I mean. 30 seconds. Well, not only did it do it in 30 seconds. Like uh, spot on. But it knew what trademarks Mm -hmm. and licensing, what it is. Yeah. I mean, how many people do you go to that know what trademarks and licensing are? Like they're like uh, uh, they don't they, they don't grasp it, uh, and it, it it clearly defined a licensing manager and what that uh, that is, and you know you have you have to go in and you have to add some uh, tweaks to it. You can't just sure take no you definitely got to yeah you know you you, you got to add you know some some culture uh, into it like you said right. Have you ever put AI copyright? or uh, put uh, chat GTP copyright, like you ask the question and it gives you the answer. Copy that one time and then drop it into Grammarly. They're in a fight. Oh, yeah. No, oh, it's are. awesome to watch <laughs> AI fighting with. You drop it into Grammarly and Grammarly's like, no, red line, no, blue line, no, purple line. <laughs> I've seen this movie. It doesn't end well. No, it doesn't. Yeah, I mean, like my office blew up. When the robots start fighting. <laughs> but the truth is... That is correct. All right. Abby, are you ready? 
Can you throw me a softball this time? Sure. <laughs> I feel like the first question was... What hard. is the best risk you've ever taken? I think the best risk I've ever taken is uh, applying for and accepting this job as trademarks and licensing manager because I really wanted to stay on the campus. I loved working for the university and I truly loved working for the campus door. Buying was so much fun and it was such a good fit for me. But at the same time, after being there for 10 years, I was ready for something a little different. I kind of wanted to prove to myself that I could do something other than regular retail and waiting around, you know, for the right job to come up. I just knew the right job would come and it might not, you know, happen next month or in six months, but I was willing to wait and, you know, accepting, not only interviewing for, but accepting the position was a little scary as well, even though I knew it's exactly what I wanted and what I've been waiting for to, to that's, leave. The that, that's because she had to work with me. Yeah, <laughs> that is scary. scary. Yeah, you are a very that. scary <laughs> presence. <laughs> you can understand my hesitation yeah. on that. <laughs> I mean, your smile is scary. It's, you know, like inviting and calm and kind. I can imagine. Yeah. Exactly. You understand. But it was a little intimidating to leave the world that I've been for 10 years where, yes. you know, more or less, I, you know, considered my myself an expert in all things University of Utah campus store. And to go into a, a slightly different side of the licensing mm. world where yeah. I'm not the expert anymore and I'm now the new kid, it was scary. And it wasn't something that I was excited about about doing in the sense of, okay, well, I'm leaving this really comfortable world that I am and that I already know what to expect. They know what to expect of me. And now I'm going to go into a different world that I don't know if I'm going to like it or not. Well, being an expert in one thing and leaving that to learn how that works allows you the opportunity to become an expert in another thing. Exactly. So you're well on your way. And more than, more than that, you have filled Richard's heart with that answer. Therefore, it is correct. <laughs> I, got, I just got brownie points. All right. What is your passion in life that fuels your desire to work hard? By the way, these are not AI generated questions. These came right from the noggin. Wow. That's, that, that's yeah. Right. I, like I even that. spelled it right. Kind of. <laughs> you know, I'm going to. I'm going to go with, uh, you know, I shared with you a little bit uh, earlier uh, today, uh, my gratitude uh, journal, um, the impact uh, that that had on me, um, uh, on my family. Uh, if, if you're okay time-wise, I, I know that uh, this is... Let's go, baby. Right? It's your show. Okay. You are the star good, of the show. Good story. It's, it's a great story. It, it, it really is. Um, it, it's a heart-tugging uh, story. Um, you know... I, let's back up to, you know, um, uh, 2019, uh, 2019, we were, man, we were cruising. Mm -hmm. Things were, we, we were firing on all cylinders, um, at work, uh, in family. Um, and then all of a sudden, um, you know, my, uh, oldest uh, son, he uh, decided that he was going to serve a uh, mission for the church of Jesus Christ, of Latter-day Saints. And good for him. It, and and it it, it was a, a changing experience for him. He was uh, assigned to labor in the uh, Brazil um, uh, mission. So my uh, son uh, was assigned uh, to the João Pessoa uh, Brazil mission. Uh, it's in the northeastern uh, tip of uh, Brazil. Um, he goes out uh, to uh, Brazil uh, to what they call missionary training center. Um, where he learns the language mm -hmm. and learns how to teach uh, about Jesus Christ. Wow. Okay. Um, he is in Brazil, um, goes through his uh, training, goes out to what we call the mission field. Uh, and while he's out in the uh, mission uh, field, all of a sudden, 
was it March the 13th? Friday yeah. the 13th, yes. right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was Friday the 13th happened. So he's stuck there. So, so no, this is what uh, happens. The uh, church uh, brings all missionaries from where they are to their home country. So, oh. so they, he all of a sudden was doing this crazy travel schedule, and next thing you knew, we were picking him up from the air- airport three months mm. into his 24-month oh. mission. Yeah. Um, and so he was home for, for three months. Uh, during the course of those uh, three months, um, uh, my mom passes away. Sorry to hear that. Uh, she passed away of uh, COVID. Oh, um, no. And uh, it, it, it was a, a very trying uh, time for myself, mm. uh, you know. Um, and when she passes away, he's going back out into the mission field. Um, he reports back to Baltimore on July 1st. Mm. My mom uh, is uh, buried a few days uh, later. Um, and so he misses the funeral. Mm. Um and when he goes out back out to uh, Baltimore, he goes and he lives in a hotel room 23 hours a day with somebody that he doesn't know. So you're assigned a companion. Oh, okay. So you part of the mission. Yep, yeah, part of the mission. You're assigned a companion. You don't, you, you, you yep. don't know who, who you get yeah. assigned uh, to. Mm-hmm. Um, and now you're with that person for 23 hours in a hotel room. And, oh, by the way, Missionaries, they don't watch uh, TV. So you, there's no turning on. Yeah, the reading TV. and talking. It's, it's reading and talking. It's, you know, reaching out to, to people in the uh, community via social media, via mm-hmm. telephone, Zoom, so on and so forth, right? He got really down on himself. Yeah. Just. I'm sure. Isolation. Isolation. Isolation is not good for depression. I'm sure he had a little mourning oh, yeah. and depression from the events from 19 to grandma passing away and so on. So. Absolutely. Now he's isolated. Now he's isolated. Um, and uh, it, it, it came to a, a point that um, we were having regular conversations with him about. Uh, he's like, I don't know why I'm out here. I can't. I don't, I don't feel anything. I don't know. This is the right thing. And I told him, I said, hey, look, if you're looking for me to tell you that uh, you can come home, it ain't happening. Mm-hmm. Um, you made gotta, a commitment. You, well, no, you got to make that decision on your own. Okay. You know, if, if you come home, you come home. Yeah, yeah. We'll deal with it then, but. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll still love you the whole nine yards, right? We'll, we'll not treat you any differently. Mm-hmm. But you have to make that decision. I'm not making, I'm not going to make that decision mm-hmm. for you. And and it just continued to down, downward spiral. And um, long uh, long story short, I, I, I he had an episode and I, I reached out to him. I said, hey, look, now let me preface this. I would, did not really feel this way, but I wanted to send a message to him to shock him. Mm-hmm. And I said, Nathaniel, you, you're struggling with these, these, uh, items. Mm-hmm. I, you think that my life is perfect is not, mm-hmm. I'm struggling right now with my brother bringing COVID to my mom yeah. and killing my mom. Ah. Now I, I didn't feel that way. I just want you to understand. I really mm-hmm. didn't feel that way, but I want him to go, Oh, holy crap. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's a big deal. Yeah. Other people deal with stuff too. Other people deal with uh, stuff. I said, but you and I, we have to make a pack right now today that we are going to write 10 points of gratitude. There we go. 
every single day and it has to be new every single day. So today you can be grateful for your left index finger. Tomorrow you can be grateful for your right index mm-hmm. finger. But not at the same time. Not at the same time. Um, you can, you know, you, you can start off with the softballs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Such an interesting point. Depression is one of the uh, most selfish occurrences that you could possibly have. It's not intended selfishness, but it makes you super selfish. And that was a really powerful thing that you did as a father to give him perspective as to the fact that he's not alone in the feelings, but as bad as you think you have it, there's other people that have it worse or bigger or badder. So good on you on that one. Thank you. So keep going now. Sorry. I just had, (laughs) I can't listen to somebody's story fully. I have to kind of sprinkle some, you know, some, some delight in there. All right. Sorry. (laughs) Well played. Yes. Well played. Well played. Well played. So, you know, I, I, he, we started doing that, right? Yeah. Um, uh, you know, days went by, weeks went by. Such a powerful exercise. It's great. Months went by. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, fast forward a, a, a year and a half. And, uh, you know, he's uh, currently a chemical engineering student at the University of Utah. So you broke that. You broke that um, mindset for him. It, I, we, we, we worked on it t- together, right? Uh, but... The, the interesting uh, piece is that um, it came time for him to come home. Mm-hmm. Um, and he wanted to stay out uh, past uh, – he, he, he was scheduled to come home mid-January, two weeks into a chemical engineering uh, semester. And I said, Nathaniel, you got to come home in December. No, Dad, I'm coming home in January. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you got to come home in December. And we, we, like, yeah. he went from I don't want to be here yeah, to, to no, Dad, you can't make me come home. Amazing? Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. Gratitude is is uh, such a powerful thing, and uh, so one of the things that to to that point that I want to reiterate is that you started that and went on a three year journey of doing that together. Yeah, of writing down ten points of gratitude every single day. How has that impacted your relationship? You know, we have a great uh, relationship, very open uh, relationship. We talk a lot of uh, about a lot of uh, different uh, things. Um, uh, it's it's been impactful. Yeah. It's not only impactful for me and him. Um, uh, you know, he he did ultimately uh, stop uh, probably um, a year or so into to that uh, process. Um, uh, but it's the other friends that uh, I created uh, during the uh, mm-hmm. process. I have friends in Germany mm-hmm. and Ireland. Uh, that uh, I, I communicate regularly because of the accountability uh, piece that yeah. uh, was uh, tied to. So it was like a gratitude. group you joined that everyone was yeah. adding to their points of gratitude. I, yeah, no, I, sh- I, I share so this uh, message with a lot of uh, Tapping people. into the universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Super cool. When, when, you know, you are what you think you are. Um, uh, <clears throat> you know, it, it, at the end of the day, if, if you're consistently thinking negatively, yes. you're, that's, what's good. You, that's what you're going to find. I feel like you were meant to be here because I've just gone through this journey and I just went through this self-discovery phase through a couple of events, but really getting in depth um, in reading, getting really strong with faith and really getting in inside. And uh, there's two worlds, right? There's an inner world and there's an outer world. And so it's interesting to uh, live in the world, but not live of the world, especially as it is in its current state. As it is in its current state, it's very much about v- valuables, not values. Yeah. And um, 
I really took this time to get real deep inside and change the self-talk. And it is a 180. It's a 180. So the universe worked as well that you tell that story with authentic meaning. <clears throat> and it's it's where I'm at. It's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. It's pretty cool. So I'm going to give like a somber kind of loving. <laughs> That's correct. That's correct. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to put the glasses back on. I don't know how I'm going to follow that one up, but let's give it a go. Now this question... I would like both of you to answer individually because this is the bonus question. All right. Are you ready? Yes. Actually, it's not the bonus question. Okay. But we're going we're gonna to do one first, <laughs> and then we'll go to the bonus question. But I'd like both of you to answer this question, then we'll go bonus question. Okay. Okay. Lay it on me. How often do you think about the Roman Empire <laughs> and why? I do not ever think about the Roman Empire. However, I will tell you, what I believe my Roman Empire to be. Oh, let's. Whoa. Whoa. See, you new ask level. a question. Be a you're expecting new level. <laughs> new level. I actually overheard um, at our holiday party last week, my husband, unfortunately, telling this to our entire table. Um, I'm really, this is a little known fact about me. I'm obsessed with the Donner Party. I don't know if you all are familiar. The who? <laughs> the Donner Party. Donner? <laughs> yeah. Okay. They're a group of pioneers that traveled from uh, the Midwest to the uh, the Sierra Nevada mountains in California, okay. and they were they actually long story short they got stuck in the Sierra Nevadas for um, I believe it was October through April until they were rescued, and their story is all about survival and uh, how to prioritize your not only your belongings but the people around you, and I it's a really random. <clears throat> Uh, just a little historical nugget, but for some reason it's always fascinated me. So when this whole uh, Roman Empire trend or what have you came up, I'm like, oh, my Roman Empire is the Donner Party. Yeah. And uh, other little tidbit is, and I won't go too far into this, but they're known for being cannibals, and that's also what makes them very interesting. I was just about to ask you if they were like the soccer team that crashed in the Andes Mountains. Yes. Where they started eating each other. Yes, but yeah. All right. Abby is very interesting. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> what say you, Richard? How often do you think about the Roman Empire and why? I did just watch The Gladiator. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that was my favorite it's movie. my favorite movie that. ever. Russell Crowe is my favorite actor. And by the way, if I could be reincarnated, I would absolutely be Maximus. I, mean, I think he's the coolest, the coolest character ever. I should probably say that uh, Wyoming Police Department, I didn't really watch it. I listened to it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, do tell what that means. Oh, yeah. I was driving uh, from uh, Denver to Salt Lake uh, this uh, past uh, Sunday. Oh. Ah, yeah, yeah, no. He yeah. was listening to Gladiator. I was, I was listening to Which Gladiator. is just as good. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Your eyes were on the road yeah. is what you're trying to tell yeah, yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. My, my eyes were on the road. A lot road. of people do 85 in snow watching Gladiator. It's yeah. totally normal, yeah. right? Richard was the one asking if people are entertained. Yeah. <laughs> are you not entertained clipping a deer <laughs> as he's driving? Oh, my gosh. That is correct, Richard. And uh, if I were to answer that question, I would say probably daily. I think about the Roman Empire daily. Was, I'm like, fascinated the by it. That came from it, or just the fact that there are so many things that originated from that yeah. empire. It's biblical. Yeah. So if you're if you're getting into any of that, it's the time when Jesus lived, right? So that's pretty cool. 
And then, you know, there's sword fighting. Who doesn't like a good sword fight, right? They were great warriors. They built uh, an economy. They were economists. Uh, I mean, just so many things that are fascinating about them. But mainly, I love Gladiator. So that's what drew me to them. <laughs> I didn't so, think so about them at all. We're on the same page. I mean, obviously. Yeah. Like, I'm in the 1800s, you guys. I'm oh, you're so. <laughs> no, you're so 1800s. <laughs> you're so 1800s. And we're like, we're like 93 AD. Okay. Or no, BC. Probably we're, we're in the BCs. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm correct. <laughs> That's a good feeling. I've never said that before. <laughs> also, no one else has. Okay, bonus question. What is the best part about the University of Utah? The best part about the University of Utah, uh, it's going to be really difficult to narrow it down to just one thing, but if I had to narrow it down to just one thing, I'd say the people. The people on our campus are incredible, whether it's students, staff, faculty, the people in our office. I... I I can honestly say that it's not often that I run into people on campus that either I don't vibe with or that I don't get along with. This campus just attracts the best type of people. Well, we got a a front row view for that. So I I would say that's true. Also, you just turn yourself into like the ultimate brand champion with that answer. That was fantastic. Oh, thanks. So if I was, you know, perhaps listening to this episode, I go, Abby. Yeah. Abby. Abby. (laughs) All right. You're in. You're in the community. Of brand champions. What say you, Richard? Abby stole my question, or stole the answer to the question. Well, I gave the question to Abby, and now <laughs> she, she gave it the answer. Now we're giving you the question. You could just answer it better than I You can't have her answer because you're you. Exactly. No, I, I, I agree. Best thing of uh, the University of Utah, I love the experiences uh, that uh, we uh, create, generate uh, on campus. Yeah. Um, you know, um, our first uh, Rose Bowl was, and it was quite uh, the experience, uh, and and we elevated to uh, that with you know uh, just a, a phenomenal um, uh, tailgate uh, in advance of the uh, Rose Bowl, um, uh, just very well, very attended. spirited, very spirited uh, tailgate uh, in, in advance. But uh, you know, speaking of tailgates in general, one of the greatest uh, things that uh, we do, I, I, I'm a little biased, uh, admittedly uh, here. I love our um, uh, office tailgates. Uh, so we every I love that you have an office office tailgates. tailgates? Oh yeah! <laughs> what are we doing, Club Colors? <laughs> we need an office tailgate. Oh my gosh! We hang out by the water cooler. What do we? We need an office tailgate. All right. Well, <laughs> so office tailgate. Do office, tell. Yeah, office tailgates. Uh, so a uh, number of years ago, when I first uh, started, I was like, shouldn't we be like doing like. Hamburgers and hot dogs and stuff for people that were given tickets out to. We we, we have fifty season tickets uh, okay. to every home football game. So shouldn't we be instead of just giving them tickets? Shouldn't we be doing making an experience? Making an experience, making an experience right? Yes, started, an inspiring brand experience. Yeah, it started off with a you know hot dogs and hamburgers, right? Yeah. Um, and I think this uh, last uh, season. Oh, I, I have to share the food uh, assortment for this uh, last season. But Chris, you got something. This is a critical question, being that we're in Chicago right now. Do you put ketchup on your hot dog? Oh, man. I, I don't like ketchup. Yes. It's a smart answer. Abby? <laughs> I shouldn't have said you. Of course not. Of course not. You think I eat ketchup? Oh, my gosh. You guys are official Chicagoans. We have now adopted you into our environment. You can't put... What do we put on our hot dog? Well, 
I did go to Portello's. Uh, uh-huh. Oh, yes. Yeah. And I had the chili dog. So what is that? Chili, oh, a lot chili of cheese. cheese and onions. And yeah. onions. Yeah. And it was. It's money. It was money. Yeah. yeah. Space it up with some jardinera too. Oh man, you got to put jardinera. <laughs> we put jardinera. You, we put jardinera on a, on a tennis shoe and eat it. Is that pepper relish? It's, um, it's, it's like celery, carrots, cauliflower, peppers, peppers, and it's put into seasoning and oils, uh-huh. and it is spicy and tangy and packs a punch. So we put it on our Italian beefs, which is a big hoagie mm-hmm. roll. I guess they're Italian. It's Italian you bread. It's called a beef. Beef. We call it a beef. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, and it's got, you know, you get a cheesy beef. It might be a beef on garlic dipped. Is what we call it, Ooh, right? Yeah. So they dip it in the in the, the juice, the ajou, uh, and you know, then you throw a little bit of jardinera on. The, it's a whole thing. I'm starving now. I know, but I can't eat that. Have you ever had it on pizza? It's delicious. Yeah. Have you ever had a oh, Italian beef pizza? I have. It's amazing. Man, I live in the wrong city for food. <laughs> yeah, Chicago's pretty pretty crazy for for its food. But ladies and gentlemen, you have. Gone through the hot arm with J-Mo. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're still answering? Oh, yeah, I'm still answering. Oh, you answer away, my friend. I was about to bell you. <laughs> oh, no, I have to. You just saved by the bell. Yeah. I distracted with the ketchup question. Yeah, yeah. No, you're going to love. Stop interrupting yeah. the hot iron, Chris. We're, we're going back to the tailgate food. All right. Yes, tailgate uh, food. Yeah, and 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 this year uh, we did a fine job being it the last year of the uh, Pac-12. Yes. Uh, kind of sad thing, right? Uh, but uh, we... We had a little fun with our our peers uh, this uh, season. So um, uh, we start this season off uh, playing uh, Florida, right? Mm-hmm. What? What? Not, not Pac-12. School, what are you but joining? Florida. What are you? What conference? Uh, we're going to be part of the Big Twelve. There's yeah. a little bit of tailgate tailgate culture in the Big Twelve. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're they're going to have a hard time competing with us. I'm just saying. So first uh, game of the uh, year. Um, uh, we kick it off, um, uh, and uh, we, you know we have what we call walking uh, tacos, pulled pork, mm. smoked pulled pork, mm-hmm. and and uh, we put it in some Fritos, and you mix it all oh, up, yeah. and oh, it was yeah, it was, it that's was, a thing. It, ever, it was a thing. Have you ever done it with Doritos instead uh, of Fritos? Oh yeah, we did. We had both options. Now you're just that's crazy talk, Fritos, Chris. Doritos. <laughs> oh yeah, so that was that was a tailgate one. They didn't have, we. Nobody likes gator, so we didn't uh, smoke up any gator that Yeah, you don't uh, want yeah, pulled gators. Not yeah. Good. You don't want to do yeah. that. Yeah. I had some fried gator in Waco this last year. That sounds like a place where you could get fried gator yeah. for yeah. sure. <laughs> fried gator. This has it's gotten like really the, interesting. Right. <laughs> but you. Game number two. We did uh, a breakfast burrito because we were, we were Can't staying. go wrong. And we it's early. It was early. Uh, game three, we were playing UCLA, so now it's time to step the game up. Um, and so we did brisket, um, several brisket. And, and did you brisket a Bruin? Uh, we did not uh, brisket a Bruin, but we did beat them. Yes, yes, that's yes. what I meant by yeah. brisket a Bruin. <laughs> yeah, we did do that. Uh, did you make smoked butts? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they were bringing barbecue into winning. Yeah. Then, then, then that's what we're doing. Then we uh, played. We paid, played a uh, cow. Um, and when we created the uh, menu at the time, they didn't have a conference. And so, what is ah. the meat that you would have uh, for that? Tri tip because they had a. Oh, I would have gone with another. like a tofu. 
No, <laughs> it's not a meet. It's it's tri tip because they what? had to try to find another conference. <laughs> See, that's branding right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know. Then we uh, did uh, ASU, and that was our military game. So we we. We uh, brought in a caterer uh, for that. Uh, it was uh, tacos, and it was great. Yeah. Um, we served about 300 uh, people for that. Nice. Um, so it went from 50 to 300 pretty oh quick. Yeah. On oh, you. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the, the food did, brings people together? I tell you. We did. Um, let's see. What, the what fact that you can remember all of this is amazing. Oregon. Oh, Oregon. Oregon. We, guess what we had for Oregon? Um, duck. Duck. <laughs> duck. I, I almost said we, beaver, but that's Oregon State. Yeah, yeah. But we also did a uh, turkey because most people don't like duck. And yeah, it kind of goes very gamey, very oily meat. Yeah. The duck. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then the last uh, game, Coach Prime came into uh, town. So I'll give you one guess what we had for bison Coach burgers. Prime. No, no, but that's really oh. clever too. That, that, Prime rib. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right, there you go. There you go. And that, my friends, has been the hot iron with JMO. Congratulations. You have passed the test. Let's close this bad boy out with an amazing question about a look ahead. Tell us the future. What exciting developments or projects are coming to the University of Utah? Maybe sprinkle a little insight in without giving us the CIA operative information. Yeah. Right? But what is exciting and new? So let's say, for instance, somebody who's on the fence, whether or not they come here, what's coming that maybe will make them fall on the right side of the fence, become a Ute. All right. I'm going to, I'm not going to name any names, but we are finishing up the application for another athleisure brand to be Uh on campus. So Mm -hmm. co-branded Utah athleisure product, well-known female brand. Um, and no, it does not start with an L. I'll say that. Oh. <laughs> and then the other thing is, um, a, a real answer is if, if anybody is interested in attending the University of Utah in the future, the really big focus on campus is uh, building more of an on-campus community and more of a residential campus. Right now, the U is known for being somewhat of a commuter campus. Not a lot of people live on campus. Um, around campus, we call it a food desert. There's just not a lot going on. There's no grocery stores. I mean, there's a 7-Eleven, but that's probably the best you got. So the focus on campus is going to be building up resources, stores, and just making it so people can live on campus comfortably. You do have a delicious pizza place. Not too oh, we far. do have the pie. The pie. We do yeah. have the pie. Great name for a pizza place, the pie. Oh, and it's I in the like basement, that. and it's been there for, I don't know, that was decades? An, an absolute must stop that we had while we were in town. I love the vibe. Is What's it the best you- pizza? No. Is it a cool vibe? Oh, yes. Good. Yeah, it's good pizza. <laughs> but we go for the pizza. vibe, but you know, it helps when the pizza's good, too. Exactly. What say you, Richard? What's new, exciting? What's coming? What's in the works? What do you, what do you lit up about? What am I not lit up about? Look at this guy answer questions. <laughs> you know, we have a lot of uh, things uh, that uh, are uh, in the uh, pipe. And I think uh, Abby spoke uh, well to a couple of uh, great ones. Uh, Athleisure Wear, um, uh, bringing a, a well-known uh, brand uh, to to campus. Uh, University of Utah will be the first um, university to to have them uh, mm. as a co-brand partner there you go first uh, in first first in. in gives you some uh some some leverage it gives you some uh, leverage uh it's it, it will be a, a very exciting a collaboration uh with uh with uh, them 
Um, you know, the, the growth of a campus, uh, we're, we're looking at uh, becoming a campus of 40,000. Uh, Amazing. It's outstanding. Know, um, it's and, outstanding. And, and, and so that, uh, that, that goal is uh, going to just increase the uh, buzz across that campus, yeah. uh, increase um, just a, a lot of new opportunities. Um, you know, I, outside of those uh, two, two things, what am I uh, excited about? Um, you know, I'm, I'm excited to, for this, uh, this, this new uh, season that uh, we have uh, coming up, uh, you know, it's uh, nine months away, I know, uh, but uh, mm-hmm. I'm excited for next uh, football season. I'm excited for the things that uh, are gonna that, that we're gonna do to bring new experiences uh, to not only our fans but to you know parents and and students and faculty staff um, uh, through brand collaborations. Um, we are going to um, uh, do a women's. Um, uh, runway show um we're gonna nice. we're gonna invite uh, a number of our licensees that uh, do women's apparel uh and we're gonna create an event uh around uh, that uh, that uh is focused on uh, bringing greater brand awareness to um you know women uh, and and what they like and what they mm-hmm. don't like right mm-hmm. how to wear it when to wear it why to wear it yeah, absolutely. It's uh, and so I'm excited about uh, that. Uh, I know I'm a guy, so I don't uh, speak uh, well. Women uh, talk, uh, but uh, I think uh, Abby's a, a little excited about uh, that. We've had a few conversations with a few of our licensees, um, you know, and, and and they're excited about it. Uh, so, so those those are a couple of few things that we got uh, coming. Yep. Well, it's been absolutely fantastic to have you on the show, and I just want to remind you of something. You've been in the club. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, you have been in the club, powered by Club Colors. We are so grateful to partner with folks like Richard and Abby. Abby, excuse me. Check them out on LinkedIn, Richard Fairchild and Miss Abby Hirschberg. She's new to LinkedIn. She needs some followers, so let's get on it. Let's follow her. And by the way, follow Chris Jager and I on LinkedIn as well. And we look forward to this season as we continue to bring on compelling guests from all different uh, universities and corporations that have amazing perspectives on branding, marketing, and sometimes a little bit of sales and, you know, being a CEO and that kind of stuff as well. And uh, remember to download on Apple, Spotify, and to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been fantastic. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be well. Cheers. In the Club is powered by Club Colors. Club Colors is the premium marketing solution for all branded apparel and promotional products utilized to drive your brand awareness and brand success. From concept to doorstep, Club Colors can source over 9 million different product solutions, decorate your logo, create custom kitting solutions, manage all logistics, and build, manage, and curate your company online store. The full, comprehensive, all-in-one solution for your brand. Our brand promise is right solution, right place, right time. Allow Club Colors to create an inspiring brand experience for you and your team. Check us out at www.clubcolors.com.